welcome to Appearance Matters, the podcast, and the final episode in our summer short series. We really hope you've enjoyed these short sound bites summarising some of the latest work coming out from the Centre for Appearance Research. Today I'm with Helena, Latika and Fahin, all members of the Dove Self-Esteem Project Partnership team, working on a really exciting project in India. Helena, Latika and Fahin, a very warm welcome. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hi, so good to have you here. So I wonder, Helena, if we can kick right off and you can tell us about the paper we're talking about today. So it's a little bit of a mouthful, uh, but it's called A Comic-Based Body Image Intervention for Adolescents in Semi-Rural Indian Schools Study Protocol for a Randomised Control Trial. Woohoo! Uh, but essentially, <laughs> what that is, just providing all the details, um, it's just been published in the journal Body Image, and essentially it um, provides all the details about a very kind of high-scale study that we will be conducting shortly. Awesome. Okay, I can't wait to get into it. So I know this is part of a big multi-stakeholder collaborative project. I wonder if one of you could talk through the other members of the team and the co-authors of this particular paper. Um, yeah, so that's it was definitely a really big project that we were taking on and it was a lot of partnerships that were involved. So it was us, Center for Appearance Research, who were developing this intervention. And then we had UNICEF India who were helping us disseminate this project. And then, of course, we had the Dove Self-Esteem Project who were funding us. Um, and so the co-authors for our paper were five of us. Helena was the lead author, is the lead author in this paper. I am the second author and then Latika the third author. And then we have Paul White, who is our statistician, followed by Professor Philippa Diedrich, who is the senior author on this paper. Wonderful. Thank you, Fahin. So this paper is a little different from some of the others we've been discussing on this summer short series, because as Helena, you mentioned, it's a protocol paper. So I wonder if we could talk a little bit about what what the point of a protocol paper is, what's the purpose of it? And maybe Latika can turn to you with this one. Uh, Sure, Nadia. So obviously, uh, like you said, it's slightly different. The rationale of a protocol paper is to kind of clearly outline the process of how we develop an intervention and how do we test its acceptability and also what are the what is the process of conducting a randomized control trial to evaluate you know the effectiveness of an intervention so it's basically to ensure that we are transparently reporting the research process when we are adapting or developing an intervention and also it allows the readership to understand what goes into evaluation of a large scale project of this sort And also it kind of indicates on the kind of impact a project uh, would make at a large scale. So that's really uh, the point of conducting uh, a protocol study. Just going to add to that as well. I think because this study is one that has been going on for two years already, as we all know, you only have a limited amount of space to even talk about your study when you when you submit um, manuscripts. So it's really, really nice that we're able to publish this study, which, like Latika said, sorry, the manuscript focuses mainly on, you know, how did we develop this intervention? What is this intervention about? So that people can hopefully get excited. <laughs> I have already had a few emails from people who read our paper and asked if they can see the comics. Um, but yeah, it gives people a good idea of what we are going to be doing and we can describe the intervention in detail, whereas we may not have as much space to do that in, you know, papers down the line when we report those findings. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks for adding that, Helena, and elaborating because I think that's a really important point. And it also gives you more space to add the detail of what the comics are and how they were developed, because that's something that we don't always 
get as much space to expand on. So maybe let's stick to that and talk about the comics. So I know before you have briefly mentioned the comics on the podcast. I think it's right at the end of episode 54 titled Body Image in India. So I think that was quite near the start of the project from memory. So I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about why you decided on using comics in this body image intervention for adolescents in India and how they were developed. Sure. So we've been spending the last couple of years thinking about interventions that we can develop known as edutainment interventions. So essentially, whilst they're educational for kids, we also want them to be fun and engaging. And based on, you know, the promise that's been shown from developing an ebook, um, cartoons, a game, etc., that kind of told us that this might be a good modality to use in India and also given that you know in addition to it being deemed more fun for these kids right um, we also know that children in India like Bahin and Latka you know would have grown up learning about stories of Indian epics such as Ramayana who, and I'm that's I butchered I completely butchered that pronunciation if one of you wants to pronounce it correctly <laughs> It's called Ramayan. <laughs> there you go. Um, good, so, good you know, <laughs> I, tried. It, it, I tried. It was it was quite close, Helena, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Ex-Latica, thanks. Um, so, yeah, so this is something that kids, you know, grow up. They grow up reading comics. And also in lower socioeconomic settings, rural settings, where literacy rates are lower, it's good to have an intervention where it's primarily made up of images, like it would be in the cartoon, and then have text by the side, because it's essentially providing visual cues um, to, uh, to young people as well. And, yeah, so that's essentially why we developed it. And we developed it alongside, um, as Fahim said earlier, our stakeholders. So mm. UNICEF, we have a lot of expertise, obviously, in this particular part of India. BBC Media Action, who are used to developing educational um, but engaging kind of materials. And then finally, Dove Self-Esteem Project, who have a lot of experience in this space as well. Brilliant. Thanks so much for that, Helena. And I've been lucky enough to see some of the comics when you've given presentations at the Centre for Appearance Research. And they're really bright and colourful and they look really fun and engaging. So it's a super exciting project. Um, And so I know there's six comics in total. And I wonder, perhaps, Fahin, if you could give a little flavour of each of those comics, what maybe what the key messages are for each of them. Yeah, sure, Nadia. So each of the six comics, first of all, has like a short story where we have Mm -hmm. these three main protagonists who keep coming across the comics and they solve these little cases in this village they live in called Badlipur, uh, which is a fictional village. And in each of the comics, they kind of solve a little mystery related to usually body image concerns or something that's affecting one of their friends. Um, So we're hoping that the kids find them really exciting and kind of pull them into the comics. Um, And they target five key risk factors So one is the first one is about gender stereotypes, which we know is quite a big concern in India, especially in rural India. Um, And then we go on to focus on more body specific concerns. So we focus on appearance ideals, which is what the second comic is about. Um, And the third one is about the impact of media messages. Um, And then we have one on appearance comparisons um, and then one on body talk. And finally, we bring all of these stories together in the final comic and kind of um, initiate these kids to challenge these stereotypes and just kind of make sure they understand um, all of the all of the key messages we've been talking about. Amazing. I I love this intervention so much. I love the use of storytelling and that thread throughout to get across those key messages to make it fun, as we've been talking about. So. 
I wonder then if we could explain, one of you could explain how these comics will be used in the classroom context in India. Uh, so Nadia, basically, uh, as proposed in the protocol paper as well, mm-hmm. if we do find these comics to be acceptable and effective, uh, it's going to be an, a novel intervention uh, that's going to be introduced in a classroom setting, and it would have a potential to improve the body image uh, aspect of, uh, of uh, mental health uh, mm-hmm. across millions of uh, students across eight states in India. So uh, that's going to be done by UNICEF uh, through the train the trainer scheme where uh, teachers would be taught how to deliver this intervention at scale. And uh, that would, in essence, help young people become more body confident, which will contribute towards their brighter futures. So uh, that's that's like a summary to it. Awesome. And I think that leads us really nicely onto the next part of the protocol papers. We've touched on what the comics are and how they were developed. And then the next piece is how you then go on to evaluate it, because we're talking about before we disseminate it really widely, we need to evaluate it first. And that's all really beautifully detailed in the protocol paper. So I wonder if you could describe for our listeners how you plan to assess and evaluate the acceptability and effectiveness of the comics. Well, what's really exciting is that we've actually already um, assessed the acceptability because, Mm -hmm. as we all know, the time it takes between submitting a manuscript and then hearing back about a manuscript, (laughs) it can take quite some time. And we've always been very busy in between. So we did that um, by essentially, you know, it it tells you in the name acceptability. How acceptable are these comics? You know, do kids like them? Do they relate to them? Do they find them boring? Do the teachers think that children could relate to them? Do the teachers think they could teach them? Mm -hmm. And essentially through interviews and focus groups, um, you know, we found that they were acceptable. So kids do like them. Mm -hmm. But there were some couple of, you know, changes that we could make to make the comics even more engaging and relatable. So we've been very, very busy uh, doing that. And then the next stage is efficacy. Um, And essentially, again, in the name, how effective is that intervention? Mm -hmm. And that's when we start using, you know, questionnaires and we use statistics to essentially measure people outcomes so that's when they complete their questionnaires to measure their outcomes and compare them before and after they they've had the program but also to compare students who have the program and don't have the program and if we see that there are significant differences between those two different groups and that those who read the comics and had that underwent that session those sessions have you know better body image then that will give us an idea um, of the interventions efficacy Brilliant, really clearly summarised. And just to follow up on that point that you did the, you've done the acceptability now, you've made some changes, so you've optimised the comics, the programme, and then you're testing that optimised version with the students. It's over 2,000 students that are going to be involved, is that right? Yeah, 2,400 students, which is quite a lot. So roughly... 1,200 in each condition and obviously yeah. we randomise the schools because it'd be pretty mm-hmm. hard to do it by student. Okay well I think we've got a really good flavour of what the paper is about and obviously we'll put the link, the paper is out so we can put the link in our show notes. I Before we wrap up I wondered if there's anything you want to add about this paper, this project that you've been working on. I think um, just want to add some exciting next steps that are coming mm-hmm. up for us. So our RCT is finally launching 
next month, which is coming together after two years of very hard work on this project. And we are all leaving for India next week to begin training our agency and then start the process of training our teachers to kick this off. So um, hopefully you'll hear more from us on this in the coming months, but it's exciting that it's finally all coming together. That's brilliant. I'm so excited for you and the team. And before I can let you go, because this is our summer short series, we're not going to do a cake question, but I am really curious about your favourite summer snack. Um, I wonder if you could just take turns to share. Helena, well, I, I was like, you said no, you said no cakes, but I'm going to say a cake because oh. I, <laughs> I love... yeah, no, I'm sorry. I should have said, I shouldn't have said that. Cakes are included <laughs> within summer snacks. Just exactly. a slight different spin on the question. <laughs> so for me, it's eaten mess. I love Eaton Mess. So that doesn't just qualify as a cake. Raspberries. Eaton Mess oh, doesn't does qualify. I don't even. No, it's a dessert. Is it a pudding? I don't even know. But anyway, give me okay, the well, give me I... meringue. Give me the strawberries. <laughs> I do love Eaton Mess, so definitely get a pass on that one. Um, Latika, how about you? <laughs> Oh, I def- definitely love a smoothie or something that I recently tried, which was iced lemon cookies. Fantastic. Mm. So that's something that is highly recommended, Nadia. Delicious. Sounds good. And Fahin? I think for me, it would have to be either a watermelon or Alfonso mangoes. I think I can endlessly eat mangoes in the summer if I had access to them. Yeah. Oh, yum. That's wonderful. Thank you so much, Fahin, Latika and Helena. This has been really fun and really exciting to hear about the protocol paper and then the work that you're planning to do in the next couple of months. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nadia. We hope you've enjoyed this final episode in our summer short series and the entire series across the summer. If you have any feedback for us, please do contact us on Instagram, Twitter or drop us an email. The email address is carcar at uwe.ac.uk. We will be back with feature-long episodes soon, but in the meantime, if you've enjoyed listening, please do remember to share, subscribe, rate and review. It really does make a big difference.